last few Sundays, we've been receiving in the celebrations that we have on Sunday some of the most challenging and yet fundamental teachings and gifts of our Christian and Catholic faith. Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit, last Sunday celebrating the Most Holy Trinity, and now this Sunday, a celebration and a reflection on the gift of the Eucharist in our lives as Catholics. And this is another challenging and yet very life-giving gift from God to our lives as Christians. But it's something that gets the finger pointed at us as Catholics often, that it's a struggle for us to fully understand and appreciate what this gift is, and not all Catholics hold to the belief of what the Church teaches the Eucharist is, and certainly other Christians point to us as Catholics and say that this practice that we have is almost cultic, that we eat Jesus' body and we drink his blood. But why would Jesus have given this gift to the church? What is the point of the Eucharist? Why would this have been the commandment that Jesus gives at the Last Supper? Do this in memory of me. Well, when we hear earlier in the Gospel of John, I am the bread of life. The Eucharist is all about life, divine life. And if we look at our own human experience of relationships, the most life-giving and intimate relationships that we have, what would those be? And I think two relationships come to mind that are very intimate and very have the potential to be very life-giving. And that's the relationship between a husband and a wife, and the relationship between a mother and a child already in the womb. But in the interest of keeping this homily PG, we will steer away from the intimacy of husband and wife and reflect on mother and child. A mother, when she is with child, really gives her life for that child. She allows this child to take place in her body. The child becomes a part of her. She gives her womb as the home for this child. And the mother is the one who sustains this child. She gives everything that the child needs to grow. And without her, the child cannot grow. And the mother, in her womb and by her actions, protects the child from threats and by her own immune system protects the child from any threat that could damage its growth. What if the Eucharist was like a mother to her child? The life that a mother gives to her child, what if the Eucharist had this same gift for us in God desiring to give us divine life? Because we say that we take of Christ's body. And in St. Paul, he tells us that we become one body with Christ. Jesus gives his life for us. We become a part of his body, like a child in its mother's womb. That when Jesus' blood is poured out for us, what he desires to give us is every grace that we need to grow in that divine life 
that he has already given us at baptism by the gift of his spirit. And that through these graces present in this sacrament, we are protected from threats against that divine life that is given to us without even realizing that we're protected from it. And then a child in the womb. Is the child really aware of everything that its mother does for them? They have some sense of their mother because they already hear her voice and there is a bond that is created and a connection that is created between the child and the mother before they ever see each other face to face. But how much is the child aware of everything that its mother gives to them through their life? We know from our experience we only really begin to appreciate what our mother does for us in adulthood, really. There's a neat little cartoon where twins are in the mother's womb and one twin says to the other twin, do you believe in life after birth? But this reality that a child cannot be fully aware of the mother that's giving its life for them and nourishing and feeding them so that they can grow. What if this is also true of the Eucharist? That even though we don't necessarily feel the effects, even though we don't necessarily understand what is being given to us, what if every grace is being given to us regardless? And that God is helping us to grow without us being fully aware of what he's offering to us. And also a child in the womb, the child doesn't always cooperate with the mother. If a mother has a negative blood type and a child has a positive blood type, it becomes a threat because it, the mother creates antibodies against this positive blood type and then it creates a hostile environment for any future children. And so the mother takes special medication to make sure that that doesn't happen. But we sometimes don't cooperate with the life that is being given to us either. This is why the teaching of the church is that we should be without mortal sin when we come and receive the Eucharist. Because we need to cooperate with the life that is being given to us. That it goes both ways. God is giving, but if we aren't able and willing to receive what is being given, then what good does it do? And so we come to the altar as much as we can in a state of grace, free of mortal sin, to receive this life that is being given to us. Because ever since Easter, what we have been celebrating in these mysteries of our faith is the whole plan of God's salvation. The whole plan of God to give us this divine life. At Easter, we celebrated the why, the resurrection. Jesus risen. Jesus eternally in heaven with the Father, opening for us the gates of heaven by conquering sin and death. At Pentecost, we celebrate the what? What is this divine life? It is the gift of God's very spirit in our life. Last Sunday, we celebrated the most holy trinity, the, the who of this divine life. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
And today with the Feast of Corpus Christi, the how. How is God going to sustain and grow this divine life in us through the Eucharist? The gift of his body, the gift of his blood. Because the reality of a child in the womb is that it cannot live without its mother. It is incapable of growing without its mother. Does the Eucharist hold that place in our life of faith? This is why the church teaches us that we cannot miss a Sunday Mass because the Eucharist is that vital to our life of faith. It's not an option for us. Should I go to Mass this Sunday or not? No, I need the Lord. Without Him, I cannot live because He says, I am the bread of life. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Again, we can go back to that letter to the Hebrews. The author of the letter is saying that these Jewish sacrifices of blood, they were something that helped tie you to God, but they were only a sign of the life that came from Christ's blood. And so what if the life that we received from our mother, her blood in the womb, was just a sign of the divine life that God desires to give us through the blood of his Son. Why would Jesus give us the Eucharist? Because he desires to allow that divine life that he has given us in baptism to grow, to lead us to eternal life. So that as he gives us his body, as he gives us his blood, as he protects us from threats that would try to take away that divine life from us, we can grow and be led to a life with him. Because he says, take and eat. Take and drink. This is my body, this is my blood. It is a gift because he is one who is greater than us. We're not equals. If we were equals, it would be odd. But he is giving us something that we don't have. We don't have divine life. He does. And by the gift of his body and the gift of his blood, he gives us that divine life so that we can share it. Because he is the bread of life. And when we eat his flesh and drink his blood, we are given eternal life. Thank you.